Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast, another summer special where we've got uh, two special guests today. We've got Winston and we've got Javine, uh, I'm sorry, Javon, uh, both from Singapore. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, doing well. Doing Thanks. Doing good. Thank you for asking. And then, of course, we have Reddit Mavericks here, too. But yeah, don't worry about okay. him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, guys, thanks again for coming on and kind of being part of this uh, special that we have going on all summer. Um, so kind of the first question that we ask everybody is, like, how did you guys get into the NBA in general? And then how did you start following the Mavericks? I'll let you go first, Winston. Go ahead. Okay. Thanks, man. Uh, okay. So, um, uh. It's actually kind of similar to because I, I listened to the uh, interview you guys had with Mav's Facebook, okay. uh, and I was and I was struck by how similar it was because he got into the the, the league and the team through one of the old uh, was it 2K games was it? Yeah. For me, it was uh, Live 08 that I got into basketball actually. Oh yeah, okay. Live 08. Sweet. Yeah. I, it, but it was completely random. Um, it was at school. I was bored. I bored my friends. Uh. PSP, PlayStation Portable, so that tells you a little bit how old I am. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I just just tinkered around. I saw the Mavs were rated the best team on the on the game at the time, and uh, so I just went with them because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and yeah, I just kind of started from there. Okay, I mean, you picked a good year to, to I, play yeah, the Mavs. I guess so. so. <laughs> yeah, it's a good year to start. Sweet dude. And what yeah, about you, that's... Javon? Yeah, um, mine's a bit different though. Um, 2002, Staples Center. I have an aunt who lives out in California, so she's like, "Hey, let's go for a basketball game." Since, since they show it on cable over here in Singapore, and they travel all the way there. And I was what, okay. maybe about, um, let me think, 12, 13 at that time. And of course, I knew about Steve Nash and and Dirk, and you know, but Dallas wasn't the greatest team ever. That kind of, but um, just being in the Staples Center, watching the, the you know, Showtime Lakers or really whatever you want to call them at that point in time, and seeing Dallas actually, like I had a sense of, of like longing for Dallas. Like every time Dallas made a shot, I was cheering. I wasn't okay. cheering with the whole the whole clip uh, the, the whole Laker Nation and whatever not. And that little that tall I wouldn't say little that tall gangly German guy in 41. You know, he's been. I would say somewhat like a god to me and my brother. My brother's a Mavericks fan as well. He just went about a couple of years back when um, when we beat Golden State, when Golden State was on a really good run and hadn't lost. So he managed to go and watch that game. So, But yeah, we've been Dallas Maverick fans for, I, I don't know, maybe since I started watching basketball. You know, you've got your Chicago Bulls and your your Lakers and everything, but, you know, that, that green and white Dallas jersey makes a, makes a lot of sense to me. And it's just yeah. a long, just a long longing for me, you know. Michael Finley, you know, Antoine Jameson, Karan Butler, even yeah. Delonte West, even Delonte West was someone for me, you know what I mean? So <laughs> you know, awesome. yeah. So I mean, I've been like 
you know, I go around, you know, we walk around, I wear a, a, a Dallas top once in a while, and, you know, I still get a couple of hit knots here and there. You know, not many people support Dallas because it's a, you know, you got your Steph Currys and your LeBron James and your Kevin Durant and whatever mm-hmm. not. But, you know, the, I mean, maybe people my age, I'm about 32 now, so people my age will probably be, will recognize what Dirk and what Dallas means to the NBA. So, yeah. And I'm an okay. MFFL for life, man. <laughs> Nothing's yeah. going to change now. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Yep. So, uh, Javon, I heard you mention that uh, in Singapore, you guys get NBA basketball on cable. Is that right? No, just unfortunately that stopped. We used to oh, get it. We had NBA okay. TV yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. but they've stopped it. And um, I do mine on 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 League Pass. And if I can't get the League Pass going, then the illegal dot dot dots. So yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's and it's way early in the morning. So I'm sometimes at my cubicle at work, and you know yes, I look like yes. I'm doing emails and whatever not. But there's a little pop up right at the bottom on my phone. Watching Follow Will and Heart going crazy on uh, Lucas Magic right at, like last season, so yeah. Okay, yeah, because it must be like seven or eight o'clock in the morning when the games start for you guys, huh? Oh, yeah, nine, ten sometimes as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, Man. it's pretty good when it's, it's pretty good if we play on the West Coast. Then it's a lunchtime game, you know, it's like eleven thirty, twelve. So I get lunchtime <laughs> to watch it. But oh yeah, I don't know. Winston, for me, it's like I I, I think we're in the same boat. It's eight. 9.30 tops. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm usually lucky because like the places I've worked in so far, they haven't been too strict about it. So I just keep it on my phone and I like keep glancing at it while I supposedly yeah. am supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've definitely been a culprit of that. Like when I used to work evenings, I would like, I'd be working at my computer and then I would have my phone propped up with the game on and I would just have my yeah. headphones in while I'm working. <laughs> And I've I've never worked nights or evenings, so I never had to deal with that. But I do that with, I do that I do that with like baseball sometimes though. So. Yeah, but like I I I've gotten caught a couple of times because I, I I throw my fingers <laughs> up and do the whole three gun salute every time we hit a three. Yeah. Oh no! Why you your hands up? I'm like, oh no, nothing. I'm just stretching. You know, I've got a bad yeah. shoulder. Or whatever. <laughs> you don't do that like 10, 20 times a game and then get you know. So yeah, it happens once in a while. That's all. That's funny. And then, do you guys have like a local basketball team or a local sports team that you guys follow as well or enjoy? Uh, I, I, well, I know Winston. I think it's this thing called Slingers, right, Winston? Yeah, yeah. We we, we do have a team that's um that's playing in the ASEAN Basketball League, but it, I mean the ABL isn't like massive uh, amongst uh, the general like fans and so on. So I mean, like most people. Here, like even in other sports like soccer and you know, football and so on, we tend to follow the the biggest things. So like football okay. fans, they they like the uh, you know the Champions League, the the Premier League, and and so on. Um, so not so much the local league, although there's one. Same same. So it's same kind of applies for basketball as well. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, but then the finals, though, like if I I remember correctly. Yeah, like, I, I saw something about that the other day as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Really cool. Um, what else? Well, so what other questions do we have? I forgot. <laughs> no, it's early. okay. Um, so, so both of you guys have been Mavs fans for a while now. Do you have memories of when the Mavs won 2011? Like what you guys were doing at the time or, or just what that feeling was like? Uh, I, I have an um, unfortunate, uh, it was an unfortunate situation at the time because I had just enlisted into the army. Um, okay. 
the uh, Singaporean males uh, have to serve, uh, generally speaking, have to serve two years of national service. And uh, I just got conscripted like uh, game three or something of the finals. So <laughs> uh, oh, I couldn't man. catch any of it. Yeah, I, I had a friend like text me the uh, updates and so on. But it, it was, it was kind of shitty, you know, like you're in there and all you get are like text updates. Uh, but, you know, if we won. So I guess that was my way of paying forward some karma towards it, I guess. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I can feel that. Yeah, but but for me, I think my biggest memory of the maps was actually the losing one, like game six in 2006. Mm-hmm. You know? Oof. That, oh, yeah. that was... Yeah, yeah. I, I just couldn't it take it. I, don't, yeah. I, 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 I smashed the remote control across... Like, I, swing, oh, I flung it across the living room. Oh, and, you shit. know... And the, the pain I had, and my mom's like, hey, what are you throwing tantrums for? What are you, you know? <laughs> like, look at you, you teenager, you know? But she didn't understand what it meant. And um, yeah. so fast forward to 2011, and I'm a raging 23, 24-year-old, you know? And I'm like, you know, I'm like, forget. I pulled the sickie for work, I remember. You know, just called up and said, oh, I'm not coming in. I'll probably take the, the, the medical set later on in the evening. But yeah, it's just pure elation, you know. When when Dirk hit that lefty layup, and you knew it was done, because like mm-hmm. it's never done uh, when you're when you're a math fan, right? It's uh, never done until no. you know it's done. Yeah. So when yeah. that lefty layup went in, or well, like yeah, I was just like, that's it. There went the shirt. I was hugging my brother randomly for no reason and telling him I love him <laughs> so much, but and he was like, you know. But yeah, you know, 2011 is will forever be a memory that I'll never forget, you know. You know, you have certain things in life you you remember, and that game definitely is one of the most prominent memories that I have. Yeah, man. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's one yeah. of those things that I the Mavs could win <laughs> multiple more championships, and I don't think that any of them will ever sit with me. Yeah, the first one is always it. the sweetest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, because it was Dirk who did it. You know. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, like he deserved it, you know what I mean? To get mocked by, I know, like uh, Wade and LeBron with the cough and everything for him to yeah. come back and do it. And I know, I, th- I still think we got robbed in 2006 with the refs, so you know, it's just vindication, right? It's just vindication. I yeah. feel like so, 99.9% of Mouse fans agree with that, so. <laughs> <laughs> You, if, like you can ask any any math fan, and they will probably tell you we we, we probably got robbed, robbed. Oh, absolutely. Bit, you know, like like the whole bank got got taken out of Dallas that day <laughs> in twenty six. So yeah, you know. Yeah, I just, think the only shit. people that disagree with that are Miami Heat fan. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and, uh, but you know, it's 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 one of those things where you know, like the whole D Wade and Dirks retirement thingy and all that kind of stuff you know that Miami is always the center of attraction they want it it's the glam it's the glitz it's Miami right mm-hmm. so there's always something that's going to follow them somehow like look at their jerseys with the whole vice look and all that kind of stuff but you yeah, know I actually Dallas, like those jerseys they're, they're cool as fuck right they're cool as fuck like I would rock them out but you know yeah but, yeah if I didn't hate Miami know, I would rock them. exactly for me to put Miami yes. in any part of my body it's a different thing so yeah <laughs> and then so you know i i know this season was there were a lot of ups and downs a lot of big tra- one really really big trade but you know a lot of things happened this year for the team but going into this upcoming season do you guys have any hopes expectations or you kind of going into it just 
hoping to watch good basketball? I mean, a lot of depends on what what the Mavs do in the off season, and I I don't really know what I want to be frank. Uh, like, I mean, this past season actually was really pretty fun because you know the previous seasons have been kind of, you know, we weren't really going anywhere. We were not terrible, terrible. We also weren't good at all. Yeah. Uh, the basketball wasn't exactly the most entertaining. We didn't have like like someone really you know exciting, and then Luca came in. Changed mm-hmm. all of that. So I mean, results-wise, yeah, we still weren't that amazing. But there was really some. There was a. There's a sense of energy that you don't get unless you have like a very exciting one, exciting, very exciting player, or your team is winning like 60 games. So mm. I don't know. I I felt like we hadn't had that for several years, especially after the championship. So uh, this past season we didn't do amazing, but it was it was probably the one of the most fun uh, since actually winning uh, winning everything. Okay. And then for you, Javon, do you have any hopes or expectations going into next year? Or not yet, since at the time that we're recording this, the offseason hasn't really started yet. So, you know, we haven't signed anybody. Yeah, I'll just I'll just follow up on what Vincent said. It's fun to watch the Mavericks again, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, we're very, very close games in a way that, you know, we'll probably get blown out. It was a couple of years ago. That mm-hmm. trade made a lot of difference, I feel. You know, I do. I still think that you know we we kind of like gave up a bit too much in in taking up Courtney Lee's contract and whatever not. But you know, with the trade exceptions and everything going on later in the season, then we'll see how that goes. But um, I mean, looking forward, like it depends who we go for, right? You know, we could go for the big guy down in Orlando and 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 be really strong inside, or we could find someone who work with Luca. But then again, you know, if we're gonna find a primary ball handler. Is Luca gonna develop that way? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. So I think Carlisle has a Carlisle's always been an excess and O's coach and you know, not a lot of players out there I think are excess and O's players in a way. They want the ball, they want to do something with it. Mm. And you know, I'm I'm pretty torn because like I wanna see Luca become that Nick superstar that everyone says he's gonna be. You know? Mm-hmm. But yet also yeah. I want us to do something immediately, like, you know, maybe like hit like move up into at least like lower seed in the playoff or maybe like mid seeds in the playoff, right? That kind of thing. So to do that, we're probably going to get someone who's going to hog the ball a bit more in a way, which will then scupper Luca. But then again, you know, it's just, it's exciting to be a mass fan now. We've got Chris yeah. Dabbs, we've got Luca, we've got Tim Hardaway Jr. who needs to constantly hit his threes. You know, he's not just going to become like a big Wesley Matthews for me, but who I love, by the way. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I love still the do person, the... Love the person, don't love the game. Exactly, I love the person. Right. My little nephew still does that whole arrow thingy when he shows something <laughs> to the beach. Oh player. man, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, he's a MFFL as well. So yeah, it's just really exciting. Let's see who they who we get. You know, it could be a big guy, a big signing. Could be a couple of guys pieces rotational. I don't know. Just bring back the match, you know, just for Lucas. That's that's all yeah. I want. Just bring back the match. Yeah. Because it's so that, fun to watch. Yeah. I think that really the Mavs should do what Milwaukee did for Giannis and just build a team around Luka and mm-hmm. let Luka be Luka and just go from there. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think Kala is not that kind of guy. I mean, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, he I, did I, I, all this season. True. Yeah, mm. you, you, true, true. Yeah, you have and, a point. Have a point. And he yeah. let Dirk be Dirk throughout Dirk's entire career. True, yeah. So oh, we just man. don't know. We've never dealt with it before. 
I mean, yeah. we we have that we haven't. Like since Dirk, there's never been a superstar on this team, and so that's true. I think. Mm. How would you in in American slang, real real respect, real. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, if if Carlisle understands that Luca is a superstar and needs certain things to be done, I think that he'll allow it. Well, fingers yeah. crossed, but yeah, I hope, I hope, you know. And then I'll be talking to you in like a year's time, telling you, like, well, we're like, we talked about it, we, we, we called it out, you know. How long did Luca play? So, yeah, there you go. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I, I think mainly they need, they need two main things. They, they need someone who can really, really rebound and uh, more shooting. I think these are yep. two main things. Oh, more shooting. Absolutely. Like, I don't even care about defense in the next year. I don't care about defense next year, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love to go back to, like, you know, Nelly Ball seven seconds or less. That right. would be amazing. Uh, yeah, that would be really fun. Like in, yeah, in today's, in today's NBA, Nelly seven second ball, eh? that that would be interesting to see. Definitely. It, it really would. <laughs> yeah. We need to hit shots, though. Like, every time I'm like, oh, we just need to hit shots. We're playing good basketball. We just need to hit shots. We don't hit yeah. shots enough. That's yeah, the, sure. that's our, 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 our thing, I guess, you know. But we'll get better. Yeah. We'll get better. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll hopefully we'll sign some guys this offseason who can shoot. So There's a lot of people who can shoot, bro. There's a lot of people who yeah, can shoot. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah. Well, I mean, half yeah. the NBA is going to be a free agent this offseason, so. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a lot of opportunity. I, I think to... I think with Chris Tapps and Luca, we have that bargaining chip. Like, hey, come play with us. You know, we'll do something in a few years. So it all depends if we, if they want to. That's it. Oh yeah, and it's really funny, like seeing Twitter sleuths go on and like see who Luca and Chris Tapps follow and yeah. see if they follow any other NBA players. Yeah. On oh yeah, player. man, I love that. I love that we're all the post game handshakes and so on. Yep. <laughs> Like, I love that we can do that now. Like it seems like every other fan base has like players that do that. It's like now we finally have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually have a, a recruiter of sorts now. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you guys think? Who do you guys think is a realistic like free agent we can go for? Kevin Durant. Yeah. Oh, very, very realistic. Yeah, he's realistic. <laughs> not that since like Durant since, like, realistic really. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've I've been on the Kevin Durant tra- train since like late January, early February, so I just I can't get off now. Not until he signs somewhere else. Man, yeah, but that that would be perfect. Though. It I really keep, would. I keep seeing stuff about Kemba, and it's interesting to me because I think no. Kemba, I think Kemba Not could be softball, but well, what, he's already thirty-two. I mean, small, or no, he's 29. He's 29. So yeah, he would be like 33 by the end of his contract. He's small. He he needs his athleticism to be effective. Yes. He's yeah, on the 100%. downturn of his prime, and yeah. he's going to get a max contract. All right, mm-hmm. fuck y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck y'all then. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, like, like I, I wouldn't say Kemba's a bad option, but like, not the first option for oh, sure. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not realistically, Kemba. like, who could we like? Yeah. Because like, I know like... Kevin Durant's like the pipe dream. Kevin Durant's like, and all like, I know people hate Kevin. I know people in Mavs Twitter hate Kevin Durant, and I'm just like, dude, if we had him, like, we love him. Exactly. So, <laughs> like, 
I don't know. I man. think Kevin Durant's one of those people. Like he got way too much flack for leaving uh, OKC. And if I he had left a... and gone anywhere but Golden State, nobody would bat an eye. I think if he had just been like, "Hey, I'm doing this because I want to get a championship," I would see. Been like, I think, hey, cool. like you know, <laughs> I think he did it because he wanted to get the fuck away from Russell Westbrook. I think that. I think that too. <laughs> I think that too. But I think like if he had just done, if he just been exactly, honest, yeah. didn't do the whole like it's like the hard road or whatever the hell he said, you know, to yeah, go to go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, yeah, but but he's he's he he did the championship so like he's probably gonna leave now so welcome to Dallas I Kevin Durant I think, he's, I think yeah. he's tired of Golden State now like I think he's tired of like the way they like carry themselves you know it just seems like yeah. it from, like, did you guys see that that clip where you know it's Curry was doing that weird warm up shot and Durant was like just waiting at the side like are you done are you yes. done it? <laughs> that's what I'm saying man it just seems like, he's, like <laughs> he's like I got my fucking championships I can get out <laughs> you know like, it, and I mean let me be honest here like. On court style, like or on court mentality, I think Kevin Durant, Kristaps, and Luca all have that same like killer instinct, and they all act like assholes on the court. <laughs> oh, they fucking do! All three of them—that'd be great, actually. Yeah, but then people start hating us. Then, like, oh, look at the Mavs. Yeah, they have all. They do. Like, like, you know what? That's they fine. Assholes. Yeah, but 65 games, everyone hate us. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Serious face already mentioned this before of like people are gonna hate Luca. Like he's gonna be a heel in the NBA just because of the way that plays. I'm so excited for it. Like I'm just because he he honestly expects a foul every single. (laughs) He does. He does. He complains every single time. I just, I just, just love how. Don't say to James Harden and I'm good, Luca. I'll love you for the next my life. <laughs> just don't be a James Harden. That's all I'm I mean, gonna say. He attacks the rim, he attacks the basket, and he doesn't really like super flop like Harden does. So I'm cool with mm-hmm. it. He hasn't yes, learned yes. yet. He hasn't learned yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I he think he's getting much more love than, he, than James did when he was a rookie, anyway. So yeah. we'll be good on that side. So yeah. Oh man. All right, so I got a question so for you guys. Way more that? beautiful. Sorry, that's all. Uh, I got a question for you guys. So I'm assuming neither of you guys have been to Dallas. I haven't. I I haven't either. So I'm saying, when are y'all coming through so we can hang out, you know, go to a well, game together? Like, like, to be honest, bro, like, if we get that decent superstar, i.e. Kevin Durant, I'm there next December, I promise you. <laughs> Specific name that we brought up just now that you know I okay, can't see okay. any yeah. <laughs> if you get him, I am the this December. I kid oh, you not. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I really want to get yeah. down there as well. Yeah. There we go. Okay. I, I, hope, I hope the Dirk statue's up by then so I can get my photographs in, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, right, like a hundred pictures just of that. What, what'd you do in Dallas? Yeah. Nothing, just take pictures with the statue. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you have burger. to go to take pictures of the <laughs> <table> too. <laughs> All yeah. I did was Chick-fil-A, Whataburger, and the EEC. That's about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brother told me there's a World Aquarium that's pretty okay kind of thing, so I might just go then. That place is cool. That place is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 The, the museums are better, but yeah. Oh yeah, the museums are really cool. I'll hopefully catch a Cowboys game if it's it's still on, right, in December. Yeah, it yeah. should be on. So yeah, so probably if they're in the playoffs, yeah, just be prepared to spend uh, five hundred to a thousand U.S. dollars on a ticket. 
We'll see. We'll see how we'll we'll see how the year in bonus goes around, right? So yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope the homestand, like you know, I just hope the homestand just before Christmas kind of thing. So it'll yeah. be perfect. So yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, I would love for the Mavs to be on Christmas again. That would be oh, great. I need it. I need it, dude. I need it, it just so I can buy a Christmas jersey. <laughs> well, I need it because I just don't want to see my family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might happen now, right? We have Luca, Luca thing. Like Mavs are actually, uh, you know, in the in the zeitgeist, or however you want to put it, put put it. So yeah, it's interesting again. So there's a there's a chance. There's a chance. Just to make it those city edition colors. I I don't know what's going on oh, with that, man. God. Oh, they better change that. Gonna we change need a rebrand, man. We need a rebrand. Yeah, bring back the green for God's sake. Not this like I mean, this year's one's okay because like they had the Mavs. Um, like the the Mustang in the middle, but last year's what are you going on DAL like like? Yeah, no one uses no one uses that in Dallas. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do when we're talking so about just... Love Field, the airport, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, I th- I th- I don't know. Like it's a bit like out there. We should go back to the green. I'm like it's on Mavs Twitter, right? The whole rebrand thing. Cuban says. 30 people think of it on Twitter, but like I'm one of the 30 from Singapore, so yeah. do something. Yeah, I, I honestly think that Cuban's just trying to lower expectations because he knows that people are going to hate it. Mm-hmm. Eh, okay, I guess. So, I mean, who knows? A rebrand takes years for an NBA team. Why? I don't know, but it does. So we'll yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic and hope that they do something at least different like even if it's i would love to see green again but as long as they just do something fresh and clean i'm i'm happy yeah and get away from these like super busy designs like the skyline and like the two shades of blue yeah yeah oh man and then maybe update the course since they haven't ever just do something post-Dirk, so, yeah. you know. But, yeah, yeah. like you are going to say, you got to be really careful with, with like, changing the whole look. Because, like, you know, that Dallas logo is Dirk, and Dirk is that Dallas logo. So, you know, how do you want to, like, slowly let that fade away? It's it's, it's going to be tough. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, uh, I guess the last question, just to get on the beer side of things do you guys drink beer if you do do you have like a favorite kind of beer or brand over there that you drink well winston what about you do you go first oh okay i I do drink um i'm more of a gin person but if you're talking about beer i tend to stick with uh japanese beers actually like the asahis and so on um the local i'm not a big fan of the local beers like I'm not a big fan of tiger. There's a tiger beer over here, and I I'm not. A, I don't really like. I've it. had it before. What do you think? Uh, I would rather have Japanese beer. So I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Asahi is good. I love Asahi. So yeah. Tiger's just like it's weird. It's not bad. It's just not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Jivan, how about you? Yeah, yeah, but I I I drink every Friday night, buddy. I get, I get, I go, to, I plow through like two, like two, three towers with a few, few Damn. guys of mine. So, 
Damn. Yeah, every Friday oh, night. Yeah, I've got a, If you find me ever on Twitter, you'll probably see the size of my belly, and you know, like, yeah, that boy drinks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't really have a favorite. Like, I'm, I'm good with, with most of the stuff. Like, you know, but don't give me like watered down stuff. Like, okay. you know, your lights and whatever. Not, I don't do lights yeah, right. usually. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's but, a sin. Yeah, I'm a very. I, I like my my pale ales in a way. You know. Okay. A, a good. Stout's good on after a long day. Definitely a a, yeah, a, a pint of stout, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I like for, forget. I, I remember um, messaging TJ on um, Twitter and showing her my two bottles of uh, the Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, Johnny Walker yeah. Stuff. yeah. So I'm my 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 family's a big uh, Johnny Walker drinking family. So we've got yeah. at least thirty five bottles in the, in the cupboard. So oh, yeah, amazing. so. So anytime, guys, if I go to Dallas, I'll probably bring a couple of bottles as well from the duty oh, yeah, free. Yeah, we we can knock it up. We can knock it up. <laughs> yeah, and then if you come, we'll, we'll show you around some of the breweries around here and get you into <laughs> some different beers. Exactly. Yeah. As long as as long beer is cheaper than water, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty much everywhere but Singapore. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again so much for coming on and talking with us today. Oh, it's a pleasure, guys. Pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for thank reaching out. So yeah, very happy to talk. Yeah, just so you guys know, it's going to be a few weeks before this actually goes live because we have a few other uh, episodes in the queue, uh, but we'll still get you guys up soon. No All worries. Right. Yeah. Uh, can I just take a moment to plug uh, that I write for a basketball website and I yeah, have some absolutely. stuff on Broke Off? So, um, yeah, I mean, Brokoff hasn't had much of a, uh, a run in the team for the most part the whole year, but uh, hopefully he comes back because I think he, you know, in his in his role, he is uh, pretty effective, pretty good. That dude uh, has a fucking flamethrower. Sorry? That dude has a fucking flamethrower. I kid you not. Fucking shooter, man. Yeah, but, man. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, it's like his shot doesn't Going look for pretty, broke. but he goes in. Going for broke. Hashtag. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so, so what's the um, website that you write for? Yeah, okay, I write for uh, The Pick and Roll. It's uh, based in Australia. Um, okay. So, you know, uh, we do do NBA stuff, but uh, it's largely focused on the uh, MB- the Australian players in the NBA. So, you know, Patty Mills, Brogut, and so on. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we're lucky, I'm lucky uh, that we have a Australian on the uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, we yeah. had Bogut a couple of years ago, although that didn't really go too well. Um but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good writing about him uh, for the Mavs, although there wasn't that much material uh, given his lack of playing time. But uh, yeah, there, there's uh, there's some stuff up there, so uh, if you guys want to check it out, take a okay. look. Thanks. And then, do you have a Twitter that you want to uh, shout out as well? Uh, yeah, for me, I'm uh, at the step back uh, with an underscore between the the step uh, the and step back. Uh, I know that there's another the step back. <laughs> there's a lot of out. them don't worry yeah <laughs> so um yeah just uh if you can find it my like if there's any help my avi is me shooting a hoop at a fun fair <laughs> okay <laughs> and then uh javon do you have anything that you want to shout out yeah um you can follow me on twitter at jivan az um i follow the mavericks i follow the arsenal and football and i'm a vancouver canucks fan because i used to study there in vancouver okay, cool. for a while so it's probably all me retweeting all the sports stuff and a couple of hot girls once in a while, but don't, don't let my girlfriend know. And <laughs> yeah, I'd be on Twitter. I'd love to have a chat about all things basketball or even Donald Trump sometimes, so like or jumping over the wall. So yeah, Jeevan, J E E V N E Z. Yeah. 
Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.